Hi there, and welcome to episode 15 of the Smart English Coach podcast, the podcast that helps you to get to advanced English level fast with strategies, mindset, and shortcuts for fluent and confident English speaking. This episode is for you if you like the idea of learning slang, but you don't know where to begin. Anne Haggerson is a TOEFL fluency coach and she helps students go from below 20 to above 25 in TOEFL speaking. You can find more about her TOEFL speaking course and get on the wait list for the Infinity Fluency Academy on her website movingenglishlessons.com. Anne is also the host of the American Slang Podcast. Welcome, Anne. Thank you. It is such a pleasure to be here. I'm a fan of your podcast and I'm excited to talk to you today about American slang and using slang and spoken English, for example. Thank you so much. The first question I'd like to ask you, what are the advantages of learning slang? This brings me to the idea of motivation and inspiration because slang can be very fun. Well, first of all, what is slang? Slang is informal language that can emerge in a certain place spoken by a group of people, for example, in a certain region. So in my podcast, I've been talking about New York slang or Miami slang or West Coast slang, right? So it could be kind of generated in an area. And it's very fun to learn about. I think it could, if you reach a point in your English learning journey where you just don't know what's next, you're sort of at this kind of roadblock, slang could help you get out of that and make it more of a fun process, right? Because it's, it's creative, it makes you laugh. And having conversations with people is almost easier because you, if you hear a word you don't know, you could kind of, oh, what is that, right? And then yeah. you can kind of get into the culture and understand the culture a little bit better. I could give you an example. One of the people I interviewed said, oh, in New York, we say it's brick out, which means it's cold out. And I was thinking, oh, it's brick out. It's almost like the cement of New York that, you know, that gray, those gray skyscrapers really come out in that word, right? So you're learning about New York City, you're learning about some slang words, and it's kind of fun. That Yeah, that's fantastic. I mean, in the UK, when it's that cold, we say it's brass monkeys weather. <laughs> it's got something to do with brass monkeys and what happens to them when it's really cold. And I think it's really interesting, this, this thing that you're talking about, that different regions even develop their own slang. So when you learn, for example, British slang or American slang, you're not really learning British slang for the whole of Britain or American mm -hmm. slang for the whole of the United States, are you? Not really. I feel like it really depends on where you're traveling because there's so much cultural diversity in the United States. If you go to Miami, you're going to find something very different. And the influence of the Spanish language, for example, and that intermingling of English and Spanish comes into play when you're hearing spoken English in Miami. Whereas if you go to the West Coast, you might hear some surfer words incorporated into the language, right? And it's, uh, the language is very different that they use. Some of the words, some of the slang words are similar and they spread from coast to coast, but yeah, some but of them may originate in California and then they spread across the United States, for example. And as you say, it's very culture specific. So in Miami, you're going to get much more Spanish influenced slang. Yes, exactly. 
I like the thing that you said about when you learn slang, it gives you something new and fun to do. And I think that's especially important at an advanced level where you've already learned a lot. So what's next? How how can you grow your English even further? Mm -hmm, exactly. And sometimes I feel like that with Spanish, learning another language, I also study Spanish. And sometimes it's just helpful for me to listen. Like, for example, if I watch a movie in Spanish, I'll put the subtitles on and I'll take note of some of the more colloquial slang expressions that they're using. And it really helps me. And then I can use that later on in conversation with people. Um, so I think that could be an interesting thing as well. When people are watching shows like The Wire or if they're watching Friends or watching Netflix, it's useful to think about the, the slang words that they're using and how then you could incorporate some of those words into your own conversations in English with people. And have you found that when you use Spanish slang in conversations in Spain, that it helps you feel a little bit more integrated? That's exactly how I feel. I feel like I fit in more. Maybe I don't use the word, but I could understand what the word means. And that helps me feel like I'm a part of the community Right. And so yeah. it, it, it definitely helps me feel more immersed and more like I belong here. Exactly. That, that's a lovely point. Yeah. The fact that you might belong more to a community because you're speaking their language. So you've outlined quite a lot of the advantages of learning slang. But what about the flip side? And are there any disadvantages of learning slang? There are some disadvantages because some of the slang words are very nuanced, meaning they could have multiple meanings and they could have a positive connotation or a negative connotation. So a word like gnarly, which is a West, West Coast slang word, gnarly, it could mean amazing, really cool, really fantastic, or it could mean messy and, and difficult and impossible okay depending on how you say the word that was a gnarly exam that i had how do you it spell would, it is is that G -N -A -R? it's g-n-g-n-a-r-l-y it's a surfer slang word oh wow yeah it comes From from riding a really tough wave so you the surfers used to say that was a gnarly wave Ah, oh, right. Because I think yeah. of trees when I see gnarly, like the, the tree yes, trunk. You can think of the tree of trunk. It's gnarly. It has many knots. Exactly. So when you use that word, you really have to listen. Is the person saying that it's something bad? Is it really hard? Is it really difficult? Or is the person saying, oh, it's so cool? Yeah, I'm mm, sure there so. are some words in British slang which have these kind of double meaning as well. And I guess it's you need to actually understand the context, the situation to know if it's positive yes. or negative. Yes. And also the tone of voice, because sometimes when someone says something ironically, their tone of voice changes. Yeah. For me, I think one of the problems with learning slang and one of the reasons why I don't teach it that often is because mm -hmm. it changes so quickly. That's a good point. The young generation is constantly inventing new words, okay? There's a lot of internet slang that is really changing the way we learn words, the way we say and express ourselves and communicate. So I think the younger gener generation is uh, actually creating a lot of new expressions and words. And lots of words come in very quickly, don't they? And then they leave the language very quickly. But I'm sure That's in American true. English, you have a kind of a core a number of words which have remained slang for some time. Yes, I think some of the words came out of the 70s and then they've just 
not disappeared. And maybe they're kind of retro slang words, but they're still used. We were talking about the word rad. Rad yeah. comes from radical and it also could mean cool. And you still hear it said, but there are other words that may quickly go out of style. There's one YOLO, I guess it used to be cool. It comes from a uh, rap song and it's like, you only live once that used to be cool. But now if you say it, people are like, what? <laughs> You're out of style. Kind of when you say that word. What about FOMO? Do people still say yeah. FOMO? Fear yeah, people still out? say that. Yeah, fear of missing out. Mm-hmm. Okay, lovely. Yeah, but it's a good point that you're making that it, words come and go and that you do kind of need to be in the group and in that culture in order to really understand what's hip and what's not. So that's one of the disadvantages. I think it's good to listen first. Like it's good to understand the word and how it's used and understand the context before you start using it, right? Yeah. Before you just jump into using it. Right. So my next question kind of leads on from that. How easy or difficult is it to learn slang, do you think? I think it is definitely a skill for more advanced speakers, right? Who already feel comfortable with grammar, who already can express themselves fluently and who are looking for that extra bit of challenge. Because I know a lot of advanced speakers who feel like, you know, they, they're kind of stumbling along and they just don't have so much motivation. So, but if they want to push their English to kind of another level, I think it's useful for them to, to learn some slang words. That's such a great point because a lot of my advanced students, I've noticed that their English sometimes can be quite academic. So mm-hmm. they know complicated words often complicated structures uh they're great at giving presentations and they're great at more formal talking but when it comes to everyday english this can be something which is much much more challenging that's true and slang and more informal english is very challenging for students because of that reason they're so comfortable with they're much more comfortable with academic more formal environments So it could help break the ice when you initiate conversation um, to use more colloquial English, more conversational English, and to throw in a slang word. Like if, for example, if somebody asked you to do something, you could just say, I'm down, which is like, I, yeah, that sounds really good. So have you ever heard of I'm down? Uh, We would probably say count me in. Yeah, exactly. Something like that. Count me in, which would also be a great response to say that. And if you're in the States, you could say something like I'm down, which is kind of funny, right? A funny response, but it would make you sound kind of more, you know, more fluent, I would say. I suppose suppose it comes from put me down for that one. So yeah, put my name down. Perhaps so. Yeah, yes. Coming back to that point of slang and informal English being a big growth area for your English at advanced level. I think so. And it it adds an extra spark to your study routine or your learning routine. The next question, where can people learn slang? So do you have some go-to resources that you would recommend? Yeah, I think that the one great option would just be to watch Netflix, right? And to watch a lot of series, for example, with casual conversations and like I was saying, use, using the subtitles can be really useful for this. Yeah. And then watching a segment, rewinding it and watching it again, right? But active and, listening, not just yes, listening. Yes, active listening, mm-hmm. taking notes while you're doing that. 
My podcast would be a great resource. Also, there are other slang post podcasts that you can listen to out there that are really interesting. I think mm-hmm. the interesting thing you're doing with your podcast is going to different places around the States. So people mm-hmm. get a flavor of slang from, for example, New York or the West Coast. Yeah, obviously slang is really interesting also for those who are living in the context right so yeah. those who are doing a study abroad or who are actually living in a community an english speaking community i think that it's really useful right for those people who are like how do i what are they saying right absolutely um, <laughs> Okay, so my final question, and I'm just going to throw it out there, Anne. (laughs) Do you have a favorite slang word that you can share with us? Yeah, let's see. What's my favorite slang word? I guess I really like hella. Hella is a word that you would use to emphasize like very. Okay. Right. So it's, you could just say it's hella good. And how Um, would you spell that? H-E-L-L-A. Okay, hello. Yeah, so it just means extremely or very, right? And you would just use it to emphasize how amazing something is, right? It's hella good. Does that sound yeah. right? Yeah, it's hella good. It, the concert was was hella good. Mm-hmm. That is mm-hmm. fabulous. That's yeah, not you hear I... it all the time, and both in New York and in California. And I don't know as much in the Midwest. I didn't hear it as much in the Midwest, but on the coast, I heard it a lot. And can you use it with any adjective? So it's hella good. It's hella cold. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh huh. If you don't like the the idea of using the word hell, you could say hecka. Okay. It's hecka funny. Okay, it's hecka hilarious. Some people are very religious in the United States and they don't want to use anything to do with hell. So they would just say it's hecka. It's hecka good. I love the way you got that final A, like hella good, hecka good. And you've also, what we've picked up from American English is kinda with kind of. Yeah, kinda, kinda. Yeah, that's often used, kinda. So I have learned a new word, which is always (laughs) fun. I think that's Perhaps one of my favorite British English slang words is dodgy. Do you know that? Dodgy. One? Yes. It sounds a little bit like iffy, right? It's it kind is. of iffy yes, that's or a good word. That's a the good bar could be dodgy or a person could be dodgy, right? Yeah. A situation is dodgy. A person is dodgy. You have to kind of avoid them. They're iffy. They're a little bit suspect. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Fantastic. Like you. Do. I read Harry Potter and I saw that word in the book the other day and I was like, yes, dodgy. Excellent. Excellent. So yes, yes you can also pick up words from recent books as well. Thank you so much, Anne. That's been such an interesting chat. And don't forget to check out her website and her podcast. You can learn lots of lovely slang from her. In the next episode, I'll be talking about an unexpected problem of getting to advanced level. Curious? Don't miss it.